1: It's Thursday, and it's time to welcome you to Waypoints. What is this? Wait, What's going where's on? Where's Rob? Where the Waypoints staff and friends take a break to nerd out and deep dive on the culture, art, and entertainment that's inspiring that's been inspiring and provoking Where, us lately. Where's Rob? Gathered around the table this Thursday, we've got Danielle Riendo. Hi, I'm not Rob
2: either. What is
3: this, what is this voice you're doing?
1: <laughs> In front of me, virtually Patrick Klepek.
3: I refuse to acknowledge this timeline. Did I get hit by a car looking for my cat and end up in an Sorry. alternate universe? <laughs> and I, What's up, and, oatmeal?
1: And I oh, am meal. and I Renataly R- 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 Zaxon. <laughs> Renataly uh-huh.
2: Zaxon.
3: Oh, now it makes R- sense.
1: Renataly Zaxon. Rob has, uh, this is Natalie. <laughs> uh, Rob has knighted me. Oh. Uh, Yesterday, <laughs> yeah. into taking up the helm of Waypoints this week because unfortunately he is sick with the flu. Um, send him all of your well wishes because the flu sucks. Yes. Um, today, please on
2: call 911 if you need to. <laughs> when you have a horrible flu. Yeah,
1: the flu it's is dangerous, really bad, y'all. actually. It's dangerous yes. out there. Um, but today on Waypoints, uh, we've got two plus 2.5. <laughs> really uh, Kingdom
3: Hearts 2, but we're just going to talk about, we're going to, you know what, we're just going to go back over Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Just
1: kidding, Feel y'all. Like for more reasons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just kidding. That's on Friday. <laughs> stay, stay tuned for for a great episode of Lore Reasons. It's Friday. I'm really excited about it. But today's waypoints, y'all. And today we're gonna talk about. Uh, uh, first up on the docket is my waypoint because I'm leading this and I get to put mine first.
3: Wow.
1: Um, my thing on the docket is the New York. You t- just read. Just
3: read it. Just read. Just can you read your segment title, please?
1: Oh yeah, my segment title is What the Fuck Is Glitter and What Is It In? Question Mark, Question, it's mark, a question, mark, question movie mark. Question Mark, question mark, question mark, question starring mark. Starring Mariah Carey. <laughs> um yeah, uh, I know y'all seen this, maybe you haven't, but glitter has been in everyone's minds this online.
3: <laughs> is that tr- is that true? it's on
1: the mind? It's inside the mind. Both
3: well, uh, the waypoints, what's on the minds of, of the um, internet.
1: That's basically what this is, right? I mean, (laughs) we're just talking about what's on our minds on the internet these days. Mm -hmm. But but, the New York Times ran an article this past December. I can't believe that this came out in December, and I'm only just now finding it. Um, The New York Times ran an article this past December that came to my attention this past week called, What is Glitter?, which is just SEO... Wow, a work of SEO art, because <laughs> anyone that Googles what is glitter is just the New York Times owns that space now. So con- Also,
3: if you were to ask someone, I feel like it's a sort of like stupefying question. Like, everyone knows what glitter is. But if you asked, but like, what if you just asked someone, glitter? what is glitter? Like,
1: you. Uh, uh, I, <laughs> I feel you. like
3: it introduces immediate stammering.
1: Totally, like, totally. Fire? And it's like, it's the thing that you would just Google. Like, what is mm-hmm. Glitter? I don't know. Yeah.
3: what. That's a good it? question. Like, let's oh. get another round of drinks and look at, talk about what Glitter's Wikipedia page. <laughs>
1: yes. I um, mean, honestly. I mean, yeah. That is, like, something that's definitely happened in the history of, of humanity um, with Google. So, uh, I can't stop thinking about this article. This article has fucked me up. I sent it to Austin, and then he tweeted it out. Um, and I'm jealous that he tweeted it before I did because... It's a great it's it's just it's mind boggling and I wanted people to send me their thoughts about glitter, but I will I will read some from Austin's tweet thread later. Um this article is written by Katie Weaver and it was accompanied favorite by
2: Favorite writer. Really? My favorite writer. Oh yes. wow. Absolutely.
1: Are you a Katie on stand? the whole
2: internet. Katie Weaver has written some of my favorite pieces of all time. Like I'm what? sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt.
1: No, that's no. awesome. What what else is I'm not familiar with her I didn't like look up Look her up after. Uh, yes.
2: So Katie Weaver, a uh, favorite writer of mine, uh in all like favorite internet culture celebrity ephemera writer and mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. by far and away. Uh she has written uh, of course about Nicki Minaj uh as a red lobster waitress and the many red lobsters Nicki Minaj had been fired from, including uh there's a story about a pen, which I'll briefly say. Apparently Miss Nicki Minaj uh I worked at Red Lobster before that, and I chased a customer out of the restaurant once so I could stick my middle finger up at her and demand that she gave me my pen back. I swear to God, I was bad. (laughs) There's many other choice beautiful quotes about stolen pens and other things. This is maybe my favorite piece to read when I'm having a bad day, but it's (laughs) Urgent Message for Red Lobster. Stop hiring Nicki Minaj as a waitress by Katie Weaver. And her career, Katie Weaver, Ms. Weaver, has written a number of pieces that have uplifted me it made my life better and this is just one in a in a glorious long chain of those
1: amazing yes. um i will say that reading this article was cool because you feel her voice through it um mm-hmm. a lot and i mean this could have been like a very very like straightforward reported piece um, but uh, it reads like a normal person. Yeah, like it, it's when just like
3: something where something's like a what? Yeah. Like instead of instead of like calmly going through it, the article like says the equivalent of like what?
1: Yeah, I'll Beautiful. read. I'll read a little segment in a in a second. Um, I was not
3: ready for like that. I was not familiar with her work, and so I was like really taken aback and charmed immediately. I was me like, oh, too. this is the way. This is the way to write this article. But it was jarring to see it uh, juxtaposed against the New York Times. <laughs> not that they don't run. A more casual writing, but it's usually relegated to an opinion section. I don't know. Yeah, I just was not yeah, totally. prepared for it. It, it read very uh, internet. Yeah. Which is like, I expected this to be on like a, Tumblr blog, and I mean that in like the most complimentary way possible, is far more in line with like writing that like we do. That yeah, is more totally. like personal voice, voicey.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, so I loved that. I just loved the the experience of reading this. It felt like a whirlwind. I was I was walking with her through this whirlwind journey. Mm-hmm. Whirl, whirlwind. Wh- <laughs> mm? whirl, Don't cut that. Whirlwind. Whirl, whirlwind journey. Yes. So Try to say that five times fast. Um, so. Uh, and it's also accompanied by some some beautiful photographs by Chris Maggio. Yes. Um, what the fuck is glitter? Let me tell you. Turns out, glitter is quote aluminum metallized poly. Wait, I could say this earlier. Polyethylene. Yes. Terephthalate.
2: Terephthalate.
1: Terephthalate. Terephthalate. Basically. <laughs> Um, this is a quote from the article, what is glitter? The simplest answer is one that will leave you slightly unsatisfied, but at least with your confidence in comprehending basic physical properties intact. (laughs) Glitter is made from glitter. Big glitter begets smaller glitter. Smaller glitter gets everywhere. All glitter is impossible to remove. Now never ask this question again. (laughs) Like, that's just such a great, it's so great. Um, um, So yeah, basically, glitter is just <laughs> glitter. I don't know. It's like this is garbage. It's just it's well, okay, so she talks about particulate matter. Yeah, she talks about how how it was like originally sort of discovered by uh someone um like a German engineer who was making like tiny tiny pieces was like breaking down scrap metal or yes. something like that. And and so that was sort of like the first um, concoction of glare. She goes and to like, sat
2: on the patent for thirty years. Yeah, so it was yeah. like a German immigrant in New Jersey, I yeah, believe. Yeah, like a farm, a farm manufacturer There was something about farms. Yeah, like the, the machinery that he made, and he like sat on the patent for this thing for thirty years, which is bananas to yeah, me. Yeah, that anyway, is bananas. Sorry.
1: Especially because uh, what I've come to understand. About the glitter industry is that it is very secretive and like closed doors, and people can't really get in at all. Which is in a
3: way that now I actually want, like, the New York Times investigative yes. unit to like, something is happening here. Yes, it is weird how secretive it is, and it's played for a joke in this piece. But actually, <laughs> actually, there needs to maybe be a follow up. There needs to be a
1: follow-up because I'm losing. I'm seriously losing my mind. Um, <laughs> apparently, the reason why we like glitter so much is because it reminds us of fresh water. Oh. The, that is the most supported research, uh, 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 or the 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 theory that has found favor. Um, what what Katie says is that we we like sparkly water. We like it a lot, so we like glitter. Um, <laughs> So
3: please d- don't do that again <laughs>
1: um, the two main glitter manufacturers are close close to close to close us in, in New Jersey um, Weaver says from the article the first the rumored farm site of glitter's invention refused to answer any of my questions we are a very private company a representative said via email the second is glitter X um <laughs> What a name. Um so so little
3: K- company run by Mr. X from Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Just, or know, is this like venture? Once that whole Musk umbrella adventure? stuff didn't work out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he could just
3: smash it with his own fucking hands Love and it. just build his own business.
1: Love it. Um so so Katie ends up going through she tries to to get to like the actual manufacturing plant and the the head of the company is like, no, absolutely not. So she goes to like their office headquarters. Um and and is walked through, you know, the actual process by which uh the chemical process by which glitter is made, not like super just dis- like descriptive because because the glitter industry is shrouded in secrecy. And and I'm I need to know more, but the process by which it is made and who it is sold to are like the two aspects that are like the most secretive about the industry itself. Um which, you know, Katie sort of, like, talks about how, like, oh, is it because you don't want other people to make the kind of glitter you do? Like, you don't want people to to know, uh, uh, certain companies don't want other companies to know where they get their glitter from because they don't want them making, like, identical formulas. Like, you think about the cosmetics industry and things like that. It makes a lot of sense. But... <clears throat> Um, there is there is a s- subsection of this article that I would like to, or uh, 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 a um, a section of this article that I would like to read that um, just absolutely fucked me up. Um, <laughs> here it is. Fuck me up, Natalie. I'm Do about it. to fuck Hittin'. y'all up. Here it goes. This is all. Wait, forthright. There we go. <clears throat> This was all very forthright, but it did not explain the air of oppressive secrecy that seems to permeate the glitter industry. Did Glitterex worry I would describe its equipment so accurately that readers might construct their own machines to manufacture their own glitter in bulk quantities? Mr. Shetty said that, trade secrets aside, confidentiality is a top-down requirement from clients. Companies do not want others in their industry to know what glitters are in their products to prevent competitors from making identical formulations. When I asked Miss Dyer if she could tell me which industry served as GlitterX's biggest market, her answer was instant, no, I absolutely know that I can't. <laughs> I was taken aback. But you know what it is? Oh, God, yes, she said and laughed. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> and you would never guess it. Let's just leave it at that. I asked if she could tell me why can't she couldn't say that. <laughs> I asked if she can't could tell say me that. we talked about this on lore reasons. You don't tell people that you know something that you can't tell them. You don't tell friends that that's not being a good friend. Okay. No. Anyway, back to the quote. I asked if she could tell me why she couldn't tell me. Because they don't want anyone to know that it's glitter. If I looked at it, would I know it was glitter? No, not really. Would I be able to see the glitter? Oh, you'd be able to see something, but it's yeah, I can't. I asked if she would tell me off the record. She would not. I asked if she would tell me off the record after this piece was published. She would not. I told her I couldn't die without knowing. She guided me to the automotive grade pigments. Just. mm. I love
2: the idea of this woman going home at night. Yeah, this is like a spokesperson, right? This is like a media relations person. That's how I read it. And like. You know, she's like, she has, like, a little sweater, a little khaki, whatever, like, very nicely done up. Like, I just love picturing that she, like, goes home at night and then, like, changes to, like, a superhero outfit. And then she goes to, like, the manufacturing plant and does whatever it is yes. in secret mm-hmm. in, like, a, a special outfit with a cape.
1: Yeah, it feels like that. It feels like this is just, like, some just we're consuming operations. glitter right this is yes. this is the okay. takeaway Me, we are eating true. glitter
3: every day if we found out that we were consuming glitter at the quantities that we are even if it's not dangerous it would make us all mildly upset to know that we are we have I, we are shitting pounds of shitting glitter, glitter on a day. yearly basis like fucking unicorns
1: but 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 what 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 uh what what they say in the article is that The average American sees glitter every day. If it looks like glitter, it's glitter. So I'm trying to think, like, what is sparkly? What is sparkly? What is glittery? But but she said
2: it wouldn't look like it.
1: Well, no, no, no. In this context. She said you'd be able to see something.
2: Something.
3: But not all... Because she says, would I
1: be able to see the glitter? And she says, oh, you'd be able to see something. Which... and she says earlier that if it looks like glitter, it's glitter. Okay. Probably. So.
2: I, I thought it was like condoms or, or sex toys or like something and that like but I helps would, I to explain. Be,
1: I wouldn't be surprised if there's glitter in sex toys. Like right. spice it up. I don't know. Aesthetic.
3: <laughs> um, well, that's the same way that I was thinking because I know one of the common speculation has been toothpaste. It's like I remember as a kid, you know. Your parents would get you the toothpaste that had like the weird colors and yeah, yeah. Would definitely have sparkles which i guess could have been glitter sure. i don't know I could see that how they made those sparkles like that but that's not in my that would... toothpaste right now the implication here is like you average adult that is not <laughs> using children's toothpaste to spice up the toothpaste experience you are encountering glitter on a regular basis that you aren't aware of but if you were aware of you'd recognize it like that's that's a real that's a very specific yes. way of framing yeah. the yes. encounter with with glitter.
1: So, what sidewalks? is sidewalks? Uh, I think there is glitter in sidewalks. I think there's literally just glitter. I think there is. Like when you look at you know when you look at a fresh sidewalk and it's like a little sparkly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good one. But I don't Do you think I would be supr- I don't think I would be fucked up if I found out that there's glitter right. in. No. In, that feels like it makes no. sense. So, to Austin's tweet uh, Austin tweeted February 8th, 2019 at 7.12 p.m. Good, good. From a Twitter web client. Good. I will not sleep until we collectively discover what this glitter use is. Mm-hmm. And and retweeted. Uh, uh, at Gamma Guts is initial. This is the initial way that I found this was through this uh, tweet thread that, that had the article linked. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so. Someone, the first one says probably apples, which is not a bad, I think, you know, when you think about like how sparkly fruit are at the supermarket, mm-hmm. okay, makes sense, but the thing is, I know that fruit is covered in a wax. Right. That was a whole thing. That was a whole that
2: thing. That was like a scandal in the late 80s, early 90s. Right. Yeah. So, oh, to
3: like make it reflective? Yeah. Like to like make in it a look, look yummy.
1: Because we okay. like glitter and shiny, glossy things. Yeah, water.
3: Well, it's so the same way that uh, like meat is artificially like made red because we what? just think that meat that's should look glitter. red. You don't, yeah.
1: It's glitter. What? Wait, meat is. I mean,
3: meat is red, but it changes color over time naturally. Yeah, but then what, like, is that the red juice
1: will... at the bottom?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's blood. Oh but... God. <laughs> I don't should we just shut down this podcast panel? <laughs> oh
2: wow. Should no. we just read
3: the website thing from last week yeah. too, Natalie? We, how deep do you want to go? <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, no, but
3: that no, go read about it, it is fast cuz it, it's it's related to the thing you're talking about yeah. of like how uh, industries uh, prioritize aesthetic because consumers actually prioritize aesthetic even if you they don't vocalize it, but right. they respond to it yeah. because right. they end up prioritizing that in their, their purchasing habits.
1: Yeah, all the ugly vegetables get thrown away before they even get to your supermarket. Perfectly fine, ugly potatoes.
3: <laughs> Look, Theresa May just likes to take off the mold nope. at the Stop top of there, the jelly please. and wow. eat the jelly beneath it. Please because if you not. get rid of those poison spores, yo, it's just good under there. Everyone knows if you just scoop <laughs> yeah. out
2: I've left the gross ah, among us. I've missed something. I realize I've
1: missed What did something. we miss? But Who does this? What? You know, oh, everyone. Oh, Teresa May. <laughs> she really Theresa does May. this? This is a thing that she has come out and said that she does. Oh, my God. Is eat spory jams. Dangerous
2: foods is a trigger for me.
1: Oh, yeah? We won't talk about okay, bad foods anymore, then. Always. No! No! <laughs> <laughs> no. No more bad Welcome foods. Welcome to the spore cast. No! <laughs> I... I hate it. Okay. Um this is this is probably the the most um w- what what's the word for it? This is probably the most sensible guess is that it's uh used
2: in alien money. Alien
3: alloys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is an alien alloy used in money. It's probably
1: money, right? Makes sense.
2: Cuz it also
3: yeah. uh related to um uh, uh, interestingly like they, they've been the Glitterex company has been contracted by like law enforcement? Yes. Because glitter can be like because of the specific patterns that can be created, it can be used as sort of a sort of tracking mechanism yeah, and, I the exact Yeah. And also like, example. it's
1: it's the fact that it's like impossible to get out of anything. So it's the <laughs> right. fact that glitter is so hard to remove um that that yeah, uh, F, the the FBI have have used it in like Crime scene investigations or something, and they then just
3: throw, you just hey get that stop that bad guy <laughs> throw glitter, glitter. at him. Well, that's how we'll get him. <laughs> Being from a personal experience, recently my uh, daughter is very into the Disney Junior show Fancy Nancy based on Good. the book series. It's a wonderful show. I actually like Fancy Nancy. I like the theme Wait, song. I'll, I'll like hum it to myself. Nancy Drew? No, Fancy Nancy. She is a young like I don't know seven year old girl that. Just likes to be into fancy things because it makes her feel better about herself, even though she seems to be part of like a modest middle class family. I thought this was anyway, about our new CEO. she wears, <laughs> she wears these fancy looking dresses that uh, you can buy for a very fancy thirty to forty dollars mm-hmm. at your local Target. Mm-hmm. Um, and my uh, uh, brother in law came into town recently. He's like, "Oh, I know she's really into Fancy Nancy," and so he bought like whatever the Target. Dress was yeah, um, which at first was like that's really kind of you. Like she's gonna lose her mind for this dress. Put it on. Well, the middle of this dress is just full of glitter. <laughs> and let me tell you, whatever glue they used to attach that glitter <laughs> did does not function properly. They didn't use Glitter X. Apparently, oh. they use this private farm company that doesn't want to talk to anyone. It's even more secret <laughs> than the Glitter X company. Honestly, if we're like being honest, true to ourselves yeah. about what's happening, they should go scarier. to the fucking farm and find out what's happening there. Agree. Uh, the glitter got all over my couch, all over the floor. Uh, I could not take it off her the first day because I, you just, you know, you take something away from a toddler they're in, in love with. It's the, the consequences of that were worse than me cleaning up the glitter. Mm-hmm. But she went to bed. I took that goddamn dress and I put it in the trash. I no. said, you're never touching that dress again, Jessica.
1: <laughs> wow. You're banning glitter from your household?
3: No, I was banning the glitter that would not stay on that dress from my household because it, it, I mean, it, I mean, I true to true to life or true to the article, like I could, it was everywhere. Like I spent a week slowly cleaning up different parts of like the downstairs of our house yeah. where I'd find another pocket of this.
1: Well, apparently, goddamn
3: substance, fabric
1: softener sheets, uh, or what? A, dryer yeah. sheets, dryer sheets. Uh, uh, reduce like the static cling that glitter has since it's like metal metallicized. Oh. So that is useful uh, to help clean up. That's what this article said. I learned Shit. that today. I learned anyway. Very nice. Um, so yeah, anti-counterfeit measure. Oh, the one that they quoted in the article that really got me was uh, zookeepers or like yes. animal. Tra- oh yes, <laughs> like putting glitter in uh, animal feed or like people like uh, conservationalists or, or I think that's a word. Um, putting putting uh, glitter in animal feed and then like tracking the poop because mm-hmm. then you have sparkly poops. Mm-hmm. Which that's clever. That's I very was, clever. I was like, that makes, makes so much s- sense. So much sense. They'll just pass it. Yeah. So much sense. Um, uh, da, da, da. Car paint is obvious Car paint sparkly um, mm, mm-hmm, There mm-hmm.
2: was a line If I may that I also yeah. found very delightful In this piece where she She looks at I don't think it was like the factory floor It was like the shipping floor There was some sort of a industrial process She was able to witness Where she talked about it looking like you know a factory floor That was overcome by mountains of pixies I believe which was A yeah, very she, delightful
1: thought she has this one, I, I loved this uh, section where she talks about, uh, where is it? She talks about, like, the pretty, oh, here it is. Um, that is, until one entered the bottling warehouse itself, which looked like an industrial manufacturing plant colonized by pixies. <laughs> the concrete floor was finely coated with what appeared to be crushed moon moonbeams. Yes. The forklift winked with shiny crimson flecks. The metal coils of the conveyor belt shone with a rainbow crust. Um yeah, I love that she like so talks nice. about it like Emerald Hearts, Pewter Diamonds, Samples of the Night Sky collected from over the Atlantic Ocean. It's just it's a really evocative um um article and I highly recommend it. Um so, so my my number one guess for what glitter is in that we don't know.
3: Oh shit, we should probably all do this, huh? Is, Including you, Kato You need to yell yeah, at the mic.
1: Yeah, Cotto, you need to yell at a Think mic. about it. Mine is Glass.
3: <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm now looking around.
1: Mine is glass. Yeah, um, that's it.
2: <laughs> uh, this shirt is kind of shiny.
1: I don't want to put any reasoning behind it, but that's my guess. Well, actually, no, I take it back. Because that wouldn't freak me out if I knew that glass... It has to freak me out. So... My, right, like
3: a liquid. My new guess. It's in, you know what? Kombucha. It's in kombucha. Oh,
1: it's in, shit. it's in, no. it's in aerosols. It's in Pam. It's in Pam. It's in spray. So cooking.
3: as you, as you, <laughs> as I'm spraying the pan to make my pancakes. Yes. For my daughter, I'm, I'm ingesting her with glitter.
1: Yes, that's my guess. I, I'm, I'm. That's my final word on it, Danielle. Underwear. Sure. Glitter
2: sewn in
1: microscopic quantities
2: to your underwear. I believe it. To make it look Track cleaner. Track that booty. Make it look cleaner than it truly
1: is. <laughs> I accept this uh, 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 submission. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, Patrick, what's yours? Uh,
3: I liked those. I think one of the suggestions I saw was like shampoo and conditioner. Mm-hmm. I th- that one felt. Because it's the it's probably not something you consume, right? But it's something that is intimate yeah. in some way, yeah. and you have so that's why like glass like is closer to that regular right? like, because you'd be putting your you know putting your mouth on it on a, on a daily basis. Um, uh, maybe it's like surprisingly in some sort of plastic or you know mm. or something that's like used in a lot of things that are that are intimate. But yeah, I think I think shampoo or conditioner or something like that feels right. Be like, oh shit! Like for fifteen years, I've just been rubbing glitter (laughs) Glitter in my scalp. Right in
1: there. (laughs) Great. That's what dandruff actually is. It's the (laughs) glitter, (laughs) glitter that's lost
2: its luster.
1: Yep, and has, and it just lives in your head, (laughs) on your on your head. Damn.
3: That explains a lot.
1: Yep. Cotto, please.
0: It's in candy.
1: (laughs) Oh. Think about how many shiny
0: candies you can think of, or like things that look that have a sheen to them.
1: Sure. It's in fucking.
0: Not that one. (laughs) That one's pretty opaque. Some of the other ones. (laughs) You know, some like clear hard candies, probably. Things like that. It's absolutely opaque. Or those
1: originals. That's also (laughs) opaque. That's good. Like
3: the sour one. Like the sour patch kids. Yeah, like sour patch
1: kids. Ooh, I want to try some sour glitter. Yum. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we are going to, I think that ends it for our glitter conversation. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back with our next segment, um, BRB.
0: When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance.
1: Our next segment, brought to you by the lovely Danielle Riendo. Hello. Who we should say, should we say? Sure. Happy birthday, Danielle. Thank you. I can be president. Woo. Technically, today will be, or you're the day that you're losing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm announcing my run. So my waypoint is announcing my run. Uh, I'm bidding, I, uh, I'm i going to go on the gay agenda. That Love it. That's my platform. Love uh, it. For, uh presidential run
1: excellent I'm here for it thank you um (laughs) but you you've brought us a you've brought us a gift on your birthday a gift
2: yes uh so my beautiful waypoint is something I'm very excited about Mm -hmm. I have two episodes left actually so you know we'll see what happens but I have been really into Russian Doll uh which is a Netflix show it just I think it's pretty new uh I don't think it's been up for super super long I actually don't have that in my notes when it went up but uh yeah it is a series a week ago a week ago okay so it is relatively recent uh, it is a series that was created uh, by Natasha Leone, who also stars. She co-wrote a couple of the episodes. Uh, Amy Poehler also has uh, Amy Poehler, rather. She's not pluralized, also has uh, development credit. Uh, and Leslie Headland, who I don't know as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they were they're the co-creators. And it is a really, really fun, sometimes extremely dark TV series about a woman uh, named Nadia who, on the eve of her 36th birthday, uh, attends an amazing party uh, by her wacky friends. And it, this whole thing is like just the most like New York, you know, people mm-hmm. kind of thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she dies. And she just keeps reliving the same day over and over. But it's not the same day. Sometimes she goes for a couple of days, some days she goes for a couple of hours. But she keeps reliving. Uh, she keeps dying and sort of being restarted in the bathroom at this party. Yeah. And is this like really both goofy and bright and interesting and wild and also, again, sometimes very, very dark, sort of look at meditation on life and what it means to be alive and what mm-hmm. it means to be a human being and also what it means to be a game designer, which is a, a portion of this that I would love to talk about. But I know, Natalie, that you've seen a couple of episodes. I have. Patrick, I think you've seen a couple of episodes. We'll probably only go up to episode two in terms of yeah, you know, anything we'll talk about. We won't talk too much about uh, twists and turns or anything like that because it does take
0: some, some twists and, turns.
2: and some turns, let me tell you. Which is appropriate. I mean, it's appropriate for this type of thing, this this uh sort of uh time loop sort of conceit. Yeah. Which uh Natalie, I know in your notes you had talked about this being you know, happy death day and groundhog day. It's also a really sort of an old chestnut of sci-fi. Like every single Star Trek series has like a time loop episode Mm -hmm. of like, oh, the crews were living the same day and they have to like figure out what to do to reset the loop. Or it's in like a lot of action adventure shows. Like I know there was, there was totally a Xena episode about this. So like (laughs) it's an old chestnut of like a TV, like a genre TV uh, sort of thing, But it's treated here with both a little bit more seriousness. Like yeah. the death scenes are pretty. They're brutal pretty gruesome. At times. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's definitely it definitely has like a dark comedy kind of yeah. uh feel to it. It's not as like horror comedy as Happy Death Day, and Groundhog Day is like kind of more
2: straight comedy. Straight comedy. Um
1: but yeah, what's interesting about this one is the fact that what you were saying earlier is that it doesn't reset at midnight. Um, it resets, uh, uh, she, uh, she, like, she navigates for basically as long as she can. Yeah. (laughs) Until she's, like, foiled. Um, which is, is, is super interesting. And, uh, yeah, I was curious, I actually haven't seen Happy Death Day, but I kind of wanted to ask you, Patrick, about your thoughts, I know you're a fan of that, that film, uh, about your thoughts of how there are similarities. I think it's really fascinating that this is centered around specifically a birthday, um, which Happy Death Day is also. Um, so, happy yeah. so,
3: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah the, and the uh, Happy Death Day uh, sequel. Um, yeah, Happy comes Death out, Day to uh,
2: You. Today? Yeah,
3: which I is think? apparently part of a, a proposed trilogy, which is uh, just oh. delightful. Um, <laughs> Good. And I, I think the first one is a uh, modern classic. It's it's uh, I think it, you know ten years from now it'll be one of those one of those movies that people are like you should see the shit out of this. It's be something like be good to rewatch. It would watch ten years from now. Um, <laughs> okay. be like yeah that movie was fucking good. Um, and it's like yeah like these these the sort of conceit runs the scale right. Like is it just is it what is it servicing? Mm-hmm. And so you know like um is it servicing. Uh, the characters learning something about themselves, yeah. or is it uh, purely like a puzzle to be solved? And is the puzzle actually uh, to unearth anything about the characters? Or like like in Happy Death Day, it is it is literally just about like why does this uh, woman you know keep on dying? And it, because it's a horror film, it's 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 a uh, clever excuse for like a comedic. Like gratuitous mm-hmm. deaths, yeah. um, not ones in which you're like watching someone like slowly tortured and it, it's gory. It's for you to laugh at like these really slapstick ways that someone both on purpose and on accident um, could die over and over again mm-hmm. when they're when they're participatory in the act. And so th- there, by all there is like c- character arcs to to whatever degree that movie requires them in order for a plot to advance. Um, that's not really what you come away from. It's more that is uh, 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 Heavy Death Day is way more focused on the puzzle box in service of the puzzle box and and really in service of could there be another puzzle box that you could open in a sequel mm-hmm. as opposed to, uh, uh, you know, the series and, and, and Groundhog Day to a lesser extent. And then this movie, by virtue of it being a television show, like, is given an opportunity to, like... Uh, go on a wider, uh, a deeper lens than like other formats. Like usually this, this like, uh, you know, Daniel, you mentioned Xena. Well, that's one episode, right? It's a one off. And it's like, instead says, well, what if you were to stretch this concept out? And normally in this age, you know, of, of endless television that is used uh, to, like it's exploited and it's just, at at some point you should be like, hey, this only actually needed three or four. Mm -hmm. But I've heard, I haven't only watched the first episodes, but I've heard that this, show, like, does a really wonderful job. One, the episodes are 30 minutes or less. Yeah. Like, the first episode, I think, is 24 minutes. The second episode is 27 minutes, which is, like, it's a, a a show that is aware of how far it can stretch a gimmick. Yeah. And then where how far can you take that gimmick to mine something personal? Because it becomes pretty obvious early on. They're like, oh, this is going to be, although it, it uh, regularly mines the comedic value, mm-hmm. um, it, it clearly is a show that's like, hey, at some point we're going to say, something yeah. um that's pretty serious even if I haven't seen much of that by the, the second episode totally
1: it knows when to like do like the quick succession of like like death like dying 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 <laughs> the, dying the, yep. the stairs yeah sequence. like the oh, sta- those stairs <laughs> and then and then when to like drag it out and like when to like learn the lesson okay now I've figured out that this is like not the path I'm supposed to go down I'm supposed to do something else and then it knows like when to 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 kind of get the cheap shot again uh, in a way that doesn't feel like repetitive or like, you know, it's like very much pulling the rug from out from under the character in a way that feels super authentic. Um, So yeah, I was really impressed with that. I was also really impressed with, um, you know, just about the show itself, uh, uh, how... It, it's you. You were talking about Danielle, like the context, like New York City, East Village apartment. You know, <laughs> this is like a super diverse friend group. There's like, like, queer sex being like, uh, uh um, uh. It's kind of in the background, like, yeah. In it's the background, the it's place. just like yeah. context. What well, is
3: all over, right? It's not a one off, yeah. Right? yeah it's, it's not like, like, all over like the- oh, haha, ha, here's our queer character, right? Yeah, like, no, it's, it's like it's <laughs> ba- th- that is the norm, yep. and then like everything else is the yeah, exception,
1: yeah. Um, uh, the fact that it's just like casual and like just like it is happening, like this is just all happening, like. They're taking, you know, they're they're partying. They're like they're hap- they're like celebrating this this person's birthday, and it is like not like a point, like not something to point at. It's not something to like like check something off. It just feels like like uh narrative background almost. Um, which this feels
2: like knowing creative people in New York. Yeah, I've been to a million of those parties. Yeah, and like they're fun and great, and there's a wonderful sense of like both whimsy and also. It's just just real. Yeah. It's just what it's like. Yeah. It's and like we're going go to go to a bodega, somebody screwed something up. Yeah. Whatever. It's cool. He's working on his novel. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> like it's just the, the sort of wonderful mishmash. And that is like the reason I keep staying in the city, even though the MTA, you know, makes me want to just yell. Bad. just bad it's bad it's bad it's bad to get around weather's bad but the thing that keeps me here is this actual like genuine diversity of like every type of human who has every type of personality and every type mm-hmm. of trait it just kind of lives here and deals with it yeah and this show does a great job of that like it it Recalled Broad City for me in mm. certain ways. Like this is older; it's a little older, and there's a lot more sort of darkness here. Yeah, there was like Which a Amy vibe. Poehler
3: also uh, helped uh, exactly. Develop. Yeah, so she's there is a creative through
2: mastermind line. there as well, and then certainly there's a, a whiff of Orange is the New Black here, of course, with Natasha Leone and several performers who are in Orange is the New Black. Yeah, are, Dasha, are in here. um...
1: I forget her last name.
2: Oh uh, yes, yeah, uh, who, who's lovely in this Dasha as
1: well. uh, Polanco.
2: Yeah, she's she's fantastic, yeah, and she's great. and just. I have to note uh, one thing that I'm having a lot of fun with watching it is not just the sort of puzzle box, but the like very specific like adventure game design Mm -hmm. of this entire series, which again, I'm not going to talk about too, too much, but Mm -hmm. Nadia is a game designer and you see a little bit more of that as you kind of go through and she sort of approaches a lot of things, especially at first with this like adventure game logic. Like, okay, I got it paraphrasing I gotta get the key here I gotta figure this out I gotta figure this out I have to figure this out I have to figure this out from this character I need to like go to this scenario to figure x y and z Mm -hmm. out to get to this door
1: gets the information she needs and then doesn't need like like just to repeat that portion. yeah exactly which is
2: really fun and an interesting concept because a lot of times in this type of story the characters do relive things a whole bunch of times Mm -hmm. and they just sort of bang their heads against things before they start down that process but she immediately as like a game designer like oh, okay, I mean, she's confused and she's upset, and there's a lot of upsetting things and confusing things about this. But yeah. she immediately is just like, well, you know, she kind of takes like a, this is my life now, and this is my what I need to do to mm-hmm. kind of figure things out. Whether or not she's upset about it is mm-hmm. like also very important and very interesting, but it does have this sort of, uh, I-, I thought, a fun added element to this.
1: Yeah, it's interesting in comparison to like Groundhog Day, which... Uh, you know the main character like lives in that day for a while before he like tries to 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 solve it like and like understandably yeah um, you know that's a fucking shit situation but <laughs> to be reliving the same fucking Penzatucky or whatever Groundhog Day uh in in
3: I'm just gonna let that one sit <laughs> keep going
1: what what is it
3: nothing. Nothing what? I know, just keep, you know, I, Finish your point I was very interested It, I was, it was interesting What's wrong with
1: Pensatucky Phil? Pens- Pensatucky
3: also new, a- Orange is the new Black in the, re- in the reboot When they gotta Change things around
2: What did I do wrong? Pensatucky
3: Nothing You didn't do Natalie You In your past In your present In your future Have never done Anything wrong
1: Pux- Puxitani Keep that quote Puxitani. Puxitani. Okay Pensatucky Puxitani Puxitani <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Phil. You know. Anyway, that guy uh, is sad <laughs> for a lot of the beginning, and like just kind of fucking takes advantage of, of it. Like it has like no sort of intention of getting out. And and there's a great article that I'd recommend for anyone who. Uh, there's a great interview with Natasha uh, Leone. Um, on uh, from Variety called Natasha Leon on importance of quantum consequences and connection in Russian Doll. After you finish the show, I don't think it has super spoilers, but um, it's super fascinating uh, to hear her talk about this sort of thing. But yeah. Back to what you were saying is yeah she's like specifically a, a programmer she like she's specifically a coder in, in At and, rock and roll games at rock and roll games <laughs> yeah uh, hmm, hmm. <laughs> the uh, fake game
2: name is amazing it slipped my mind but it is very like I didn't even shoot catch kill that seven like it's a very you know very funny yeah sorry. yeah I
1: did not catch that until <laughs> right now which is extremely good uh, but yeah she 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 immediately is like. All right, what's my clue? Like she specifically says, like what's my first clue? Yeah. And um and yeah, I do think there's like a, a gaminess to it,
2: which is a lot of fun. It, it's funny how many approaches she has, even in in the first couple of episodes to What what is you know the idea of sort of solving something? Um, if we want to check out episode three, I do have a quote from the rabbi, so or I can keep it very vague that she does sort of seek spiritual advice as well it's almost like she takes like adventure game logic and spiritual advice and moral advice and the advice of a mental health uh worker like Mm -hmm. she she goes through all these approaches of like how do I solve this problem which also feels kind of like well this is what you do in life right when you have a problem you try many different approaches you try to figure out life you try to figure out what the hell is going on with all this sort of miasma of uh different stimuli or different things that are happening to you you have yeah. to figure out which ones are important and which ones are just sort of fluff or just sort of
1: yeah you know, yeah
2: happening in the background which is also a lot of fun and ties into that sort of puzzle box thing i think a bit
1: yeah there's a goi- there's a great a goi- there's a goi- sequence great. <laughs> there's, there's a great sequence where she decides like one of the paths is not for her and and just kind of like becomes an agent in that scenario which I I really loved yeah. um so uh uh but I did that that spiritual angle in in uh, episode three really, kind of felt like the first turn so i won't say all right yeah we
2: can just keep it at that that there's a a reckoning with okay is there a spiritual element here should i look at this should i look at this as a possible solution or a possible path to go down which is fascinating and cool i think in this context
1: i completely agree
2: one thing i did want to shout out as well uh although this is just a brief shout out jamie babbitt directed several episodes of this show now I've been in love with Natasha Lyonne. Not really, but you know what I mean. I've been a fan of Natasha Lyonne since 1999 with a movie called But I'm a Cheerleader, which is like
1: classic gay movie. Like one of the it's like most classic. It's like the first one you get access to. Exactly. It's
3: like starter kit. The gay club? <laughs> when you,
1: when you, join when the you club, are figuring. gay When out... you come
3: out of the closet and they hand you a gift basket and there's a couple of movies it's in, in there. there. and It's like, oh, welcome.
1: <laughs> okay, if you like girls... You get, but I'm a cheerleader. But I'm a cheerleader is like the 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 ceremonious like first. It
2: truly is first film. I swear to God, this is a real genuine ass story. But in 2002, when I started college and I joined my very first gay straight alliance in college, the first movie we watched for gay movie night. Was But I'm a Cheerleader. It's like Which was like a relatively new movie at the time. It was only like three years old at the time. I was like, oh yeah, this is a really good movie. Like, let's watch this great movie. Now I'm like, it's 20 years old. <laughs> it's, it's... Directed by Jamie Babbitt. Sorry, to connect that. that. Uh, and starring Natasha Leon, who was a cheerleader, who was like, I can't be gay. I'm a cheerleader. That's the whole point. That's whole t- um, a, yeah. the whole... Uh, they go to it in the movie. They go to it's basically a comedy about a like gay conversion camp which is a very dark subject matter but this is like a very tongue-in-cheek comedy it's a very uh pro-queer kind of story jamie babbitt is a, a queer director uh, i think she wrote the movie as well so like there's this beautiful connection for me of it being like oh my god After this is the years. but i'm a cheerleader star and director working together on this yeah. like beautiful series it's not about the same thing of course yeah. but it's
1: I thought that was cool. But it is also, like, treat, treating, like, some seriously dark concepts. I mean, there's a lot yes. of, um, you know, uh, uh, concepts in like, uh, conversations around, like, mental health yes. and, and like, drug use and things like that um, that are treated with with comedy and darkness. Like, often the, the way these things – often is the way that we, like, cope through these kinds of things. Um so yeah, it's it's you know, it's amazing to see that that all of these episodes were directed by women. This is like a super uh, women woman led uh, uh, project or, or TV show. Um,
3: yeah, I think the writing staff was like predominantly if not, Exclusively, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, women yeah. as well,
3: which is Natasha. You, you often get like showrunners and totally maybe a director, but not usually like top Whole to bottom bunch of staff. They, yeah,
1: yeah, most Key of the cast creatives. is also just women, which yeah. great, love it. Uh, uh, Natasha Leone directs like four of the episodes herself. <sighs> I don't know which Amazing. episode specifically. Yeah. Um, I forget. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, Leslie Headland uh, directed directed the other four. She's like the lead director, I think. Uh, um, but uh, N- Natasha's performance in general is just absolutely. <laughs>
3: Exa- exasperated. It's just. Pain smoking. <laughs> like, it's it feels very real. Like, that's one of the things I really enjoyed about the show mm-hmm. was that um, there are different ways you can approach, like, high concept conceits, which is the characters are willfully uh, ignorant of their situation and just don't talk about yeah. it. And, like, that's a way of, like, the audience interacts with the characters, or I appreciate what this show does is the complete opposite direction, which is like every person she talks to, she's like, "Why don't you believe me? Like I like, yeah, um, like you know, like I am going through this thing. I need you to understand that I'm going through." And she has like I'm sure this like peters off as the show goes along, but at mm-hmm. least in the first two episodes, like there are at least two encounters per episode where she is explaining what is happening to her and why she should be believed and. It's just it's refreshing because it grounds the character in a certain logic totally. and a certain believability that it's like oh if something this wild was happening to you like you would try and explain it to people it would be natural for people to be like what and she's like fine um, you don't get
1: it whatever I just need to get what I need from you then <laughs> yeah. like it's like right. fuck it whatever I'm just gonna like. Give me the information I need and get let me get the fuck out of here and die again and <laughs> do this do yeah. this again. Um but yeah, she she like immediately takes it seriously and immediately is like, all right, this is just what it is now. I just gotta figure this shit out because what else am I gonna fucking do? It's like dealing with with the MTA. It's like, well, yeah this I'm <laughs> It truly is. <laughs> the L train's just gonna be like this now, so I'm just gonna fucking deal with it and like just like barrel my way through and just get to the other side somehow. Um
2: God, that is the most perfect metaphor. <laughs> the MTA and dealing with repeated death. I think that is like you got it. You nailed it. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but yeah, there's there's something to Natasha's uh performance that just feels like the most New York response yes. to what this would be. It's like the most, um, you know, sure of herself, but also, uh, you know, not ready to take things at face value and and ready to kind of find her own truth in them and regardless if other people are going to recognize that or not, but she doesn't like, yeah, it's 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 really good. Um, yes. really impressive performance by her.
2: Highly recommended.
1: Highly recommended. Always,
2: always been a bit of a slept on, I think, performer until more recently with the sort of Netflix uh, revolution a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's wild to me. She's in like a
2: lot of teen comedies in yeah. the 90s and early 2000s and like, that's fine. She's she was had always like funny, like but. a
1: long ass career. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like she's been, she was a child uh, uh, actress uh, or child actor like from the age of like four or six oh, wow. or something she was in like not mickey mouse playhouse but one of those um and or maybe it was that one and then and then yeah and then worked she she's like quoted in this article she was like i worked from when i was like six to 24 non-stop oh my God, yeah. and then i took a break and then i kind of came back uh with with things like orange is the new black and and uh I think she was on like Portlandia and different things like that. So, uh, super long, impressive career. Um, I'm a f- I'm on the fifth or sixth episode. I'm on the. F- I just finished the fifth episode, so I've got three. There's only eight episodes in the whole season. Um, I I'm not sure if it's been like I think it's been greenlit for a season two. That's a good question. I actually uh, have no idea. Um, I think it's gotten great reception so far from what I've seen. Um, so I'm excited to finish that yeah. and, and find out what is going on with Nadia. If we Nadia. find out. If we find if. out. Exactly. Um, also her cat's name is oatmeal. Yeah. And then, and then her best friend Maxine has two fishes named ketchup and mustard. And it's <laughs> really good or two fish, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, but it's very good. Um, I think that's. Do we have any other thoughts on on Russian doll? I think I think we're. I, I think, think we're
2: that that covers it. In, unless you want to spoil some things as you go on, uh, which we don't.
1: Um, yeah, I think we'll.
2: I no, think we should
3: it, revisit it in like a future waypoint. Like yeah, people, yeah, let's
1: definitely do
2: a that. Couple of
3: weeks because I then think what we can do a spoiler segment at the end of a waypoint. And totally.
1: See how it um, lands,
3: because it's easy enough for a lot of people. Even I will end up finishing this show. But <laughs> 20, 25 minutes, I can do that for, yeah. Yeah, for episodes. Yeah, I just
1: like, had it in the background yesterday as I was doing work, and I was like, oh shit, I'm almost done. I should stop and <laughs> like breathe for yeah. a sec. Breathe a little bit. Yeah. Um. So our next segment brought to us by Patrick Klepik.
2: Or- Orlando yes. Apollo, Patrick Klepik.
3: I don't know. Don't All commit right. me to the Orlando Apollos. Right. I have. We are collectively going to decide. So Patrick uh, has a request. I do a oh, demand. I have a request a, de- a demand. A demand because I need to figure this out before this weekend, okay. before the second games are played. Okay. Um. So uh, you know, my Chicago Bears due to a double doink, uh, not uh, did not progress yep. further in the NFL playoffs. Um, uh, excuse me. Double doink. Yes. What was that? Hmm. The double doink. Well,
1: hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Just what? look it up on okay. Google image
3: search. I'm sure that won't bring you any weird search results. <laughs> yep. um, Double yep. doin'. Yep. Safe search Put, on. Safe search
1: safe off? Safe search. Um, it's all football. It's all football. It's all football? It's probably
3: all been replaced. Whatever Whatever pornography was there a month ago <laughs> is no longer there. Replaced by a oh, football it's hitting. Oh, when,
1: it's when it hit the thingy and then it hit it again.
3: Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: if, <laughs> Correct. Sorry,
3: I should have phr- phrased it that way, then, you know. You um, you
1: know then all the porn
3: <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah so the bears are really good this year and I'm sad to see football be over it is like far and away um, despite um, and cavating all all the problems with it like as a, a pure athletic sport it is it is far and away my favorite um, and so I was like well wow, oh shit okay that's gone till August like before they you know uh, spin up preseason and usually you just you know move on with your life but um the uh, the alliance of american football a eight team uh brand new league um had started this uh past weekend it was smart to do it the week after the super bowl it is like i said an eight team league uh we'll get to the teams in just a moment but it is uh uh it's because it's only eight teams it's only running through i think the end of april when they have whatever their super bowl equivalent is going to be Mm -hmm. um it's uh, viewed by some as maybe a developmental league. Like developmental uh, leagues, if you don't follow a lot of sports, like often what that means in, in, in other uh, sports, it's well integrated into the sport itself, um, is where like uh, maybe even draft a player, but they're, they need like a season or two. And rather than throwing them into the fire of like, uh, professional play, like they go and play this in this developmental league where they are assigned to a team, but they won't actually be on that official roster um, mm. for a couple of years. Um, or uh, if a, a player goes undrafted, like there's just not that many places for them to go. So it's like maybe you were good enough to get into the NFL draft, but then no one ended up picking you. It's like, well, what do you do after that? And so um, it's long the thought that the NFL should have a developmental league where players that uh, either spin out of the NFL, maybe they get an injury and then don't get picked again, just somewhere where they could go and play and people could uh, potentially show uh, their skills and and get drafted into the NFL or just to have like a a different league that is playing when the primary one, the NFL, uh, isn't happening. So the... the Alliance of American Football, uh, this is their first season. Um, it was uh, inspired by a documentary filmmaker who was working on uh, or did the, 30, the ESPN 30 for 30 on the XFL, nice. which yeah. was a one season failed alternative uh, to the NFL that was uh, run by um, Vince McMahon of the WWE or I guess probably WWF back when um, time, that was yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Mr. And McMahon is actually trying, is bringing back the XFL. For 2020, and the XFL was like pretty radically different from football. It was like meant to, it was XFL because it was supposed to be more extreme, so it's supposed to be more violent. As like oh the God. NFL was getting legislating violence out of the sport, or as much as they could, the XFL was ramping stuff like that up, like um, performatively. Yeah, it also Kinda. I believe it well, was it was also meant to be much, much goofier. Like I, uh-huh. if I I didn't watch XFL, but if I remember correctly, like rather than doing a coin flip to determine who gets the ball. It, the ball was just placed at the center of the field and you ran to go get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like dodgeball. Like like dodgeball in elementary yeah. school. I believe that was the case. Um, but so we're, so the Alliance of American Football is like much more similar to basic uh or, or normal football. Um, there's like a couple of different wrinkles for people who are familiar with sort of NFL rules. So like there's no kickoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't kick the ball and then try and run it up the field or kneel. You just start at the 25 yard line. Um, there are no extra point kicks, which is you know when you kick a when you get a touchdown you're supposed to like you know get the seventh point on a field goal. That's just gone. You have to do a two point conversion. Um, uh, there are no onside kicks. An onside kick is where you will try and like. The ball has to go 10 yards, and then if you recover it, you can get the ball back again. Um, this doesn't exist here. It's just if you want to try the equivalent onside kick, you have to gain 12 yards on a single one-time play, and then you get to keep it. It's weird. Huh. Um, yeah, that
2: one is – I kind of got the logic of the first, like, four there, and then that one's like – okay.
3: Yeah, it's odd. Um, right, yeah, but it's anyway. interesting. It's different. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, I want to watch more football, even if it's bad football. And so <laughs> I need to pick a team. There are only eight teams. And there okay. is not a team from Chicago, so I can't to default to just, you know, my hometown. Uh-huh. And so I need everyone here at mm-hmm. waypoints to help me figure out who I'm going to root for. We're not rooting based on, it's not based on players. It's not, you know, it's like, we're just, this is going to be an emotional journey to see which, where we landed. Oh, and also one thing that's interesting is yeah. that the... Uh, the eight teams, only two of them are in cities that have an existing NFL team. I don't know if it was strategic or just, like, accidental. Mm-hmm. But it is cool that, like, the yeah. other six of the teams are in places that don't have an established um, football franchise. So, that leads us with the Arizona Hotshots, who are currently 1-0. The One, Atlanta what, Legends, remind who Remind me, it's
1: W-L, mm-hmm? right? Win, then loss. Yes. Okay.
3: Correct. The Atlanta Legends... Uh, who are uh, own one? The Birmingham Iron 1 0, Memphis Express own one, Orlando Apollos <laughs> 1 0, Salt Lake Stallions mm. own one, mm. San Antonio Commanders 1 0, and, and the San Diego Fleet own one. I believe the Birmingham Iron have uh, established the first blowout loss in oh. which the other team did not score a single point. Oh, so wow. that's you know potentially a point in their favor. Although I don't I, like- the reason I didn't look up players is I don't want this to be based on skill. So it's like I yeah, want to pick Birmingham going off Iron just because yeah. they're good. I don't have to root for a good team. You can root for an underdog. So um I really encourage people to look up the logos for all these teams because as Kato pointed out, they look like these just look like they're from Overwatch League. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah,
1: can I see like colors? I wanna see colors
3: yes i hear uh in the doc if you uh go down to those logos the reference materials which is just called those logos those logos
2: yes let me let me take a look if i may while we are uh looking at these one of my great pleasures in life which is my one of my father's great uh pleasures in life is he enjoys i one of the i love developmental leagues in general i'm much more of a i'm more familiar with it from baseball of course i grew up in a town that had uh, the AAA team for the uh, the Boston Red Sox, the Pawtucket Red Sox, grew up going to those games every summer, every spring, every fall. Uh, and I worked at the stadium for a while when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of a lot going on there. I like AAA ball quite a bit. I think it's a great thing because, of course, you see athletes who are injured, who you know, great legends, you know, on the on the on the big team kind of coming down rehabbing a little bit, getting their speed up, you know, kind of repping their skills. And also you see people kind of on their way up or on their way down, which is like, it's nice to have something for that. Maybe you're not the absolute best yet, or maybe you're, you're kind of like, you know, getting a little long in the tooth. You can still get paid to play for a couple more years. Uh, so that's like a generally good thing. Anyway, all this is to say, triple A leagues or developmental leagues can have way weirder mascots and way weirder names and way weirder mm-hmm. stuff. And my dad enjoys going to games with, like, the weirdest names. Like, his favorite so far was the Jupiter Florida Hammerheads. So the Jupiter yeah. Hammerheads. There's also, like, the Neptune Flotsams. I, it's, like, it's wild.
1: Are we in space? It is
2: wild. Some of the names for, like, AAA, or not even AAA, even, like, AA. Baseball has several tiers. Like, the more that, A's, the uh, better.
3: Natalie, what was your name for Groundhog Day earlier? That could be one of the names Puxatani? of teams. The
1: Puxitani's. I was going to ask again, what did I get wrong? Puxitani.
3: Yeah, that's you, not said, what you said you though, said Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Just like yeah, Pennsylvania.
1: is the way you say it? Puxatoni.
2: The
3: Pennsylvania Pensatucky. of, of Puxatoni. Bux- <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think that's great. And then there's something there's a something Iron Pigs, which made me think Birmingham Iron. It's like the God, what is it? It's some town in Pennsylvania, the Iron Pigs. Scranton. It's not <laughs> far from there. It's like a smaller town than Scranton, but it's not far from there, I don't think. Um I,
3: I Do would, people have? Go ahead Natalie. Please.
1: I would like to describe these uh, logos. Yes, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes. The first one is Fire <laughs> Watch
3: because everyone,
1: every me. single one of them, has a game. The first one is Firewatch because it's two like fire axes mm-hmm. over fire. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one, uh, so that's the Arizona Hotshots. Mm-hmm. The second one is Atlanta Legends, which I Saints like. Saints Row.
3: Yes. yes, it this is, Saints, is Saints, Row. Row. Saints Row. It
1: looks like the Kings, the LA Kings hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I do think this is the most stylish out of all of them. Uh, the Birmingham Iron is a metal football with a B on it. This is just the Raiders.
3: I just Is that, <laughs> you is know that what? Armored Core? Is that our Mecca? That is, Uh, that's
1: Battletech right there. Mm -hmm. B for Battletech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Mm -hmm. right. Um, Honestly, not loving the creativity here. So Birmingham's (laughs) already got a notch down in my book. The Memphis Express, which is just the letter E with a plane flying (laughs) through it. So.
3: (laughs) Wow. Graphic designers out there <laughs> but on yet, watch. Graphic designers, this is my looks passion. more like a
2: train. So it's like a plane in the E, and then with the actual type, f- the actual typeface has like a train kind of treatment on it. I'm so. elim- I'm
3: just eliminating Memphis Express. you're, yeah, just, you're, you're, you're off the list. You're off gone. It. All right, um, eliminated.
1: Orlando Apollo's uh, is my favorite design because this person seems to be dabbing. Um, okay. <laughs>
3: Wow, I didn't think of that interpretation, but that That's is really plus good. one for Orlando Apollo. Yes, really that good. That is really for the Also people. has I, the best
2: font. Yes. Can,
3: can I just, as an aside, when I was at Disney World this week, uh, yeah. one of the, the the few adult rides I got to go on was uh, one night some friends came with, and my wife hates uh, rides that just drop, mm. and I love rides that just like go high, like Tower of Terror. Yeah, like so we went the on elevator ride. Right? Oh yes, I, I love. Came, that. I Tower of came terror. out at
2: the Tower of Terror to my mom. Sorry, go ahead. What? I, I truly Excuse, did. Ex,
3: hold on. Second side story. We'll get back to mine. Excuse me. If you're <laughs> comfortable telling that story, Danielle. I sure am. That is-
2: Please? So uh, I was 17. I had my first girlfriend, and I was thinking about how to tell my mom. We were on a family vacation. We weren't on the ride. We were at the ride.
1: You were in we're, the experience We were sitting part? on
2: the benches at the gift okay, shop. Gotcha. Waiting for my dad to get off the ride. And I told her I was queer, and she was like, what?
1: That's it. Oh
2: my okay. god! <laughs>
1: Dang. Wow, that's a great story. Tower of Terror, appropriate. <laughs> I love that ride. Now it's extra special. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, I'm glad uh, yours is was... still there because the one in LA is gone. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of it. <laughs> they got rid of it. <laughs> How yeah. How dare they? It's Tron. Oh, or it's something the now. Guardians
3: of the Galaxy. Oh, it's, right? uh, is it?
1: Uh... Fuck. Anyway, I think that's what they replaced it
3: with. Um, and so uh, I'm on. I'm on the ride, and so I got to go on the ride instead of watching my daughter, and. Um, we it was a uh, so it's before spring break in Florida right now so like I guess a lot of what Disney does is like they get you know they throw whole different events like there's different like things to try and like encourage people to come before like the busy season kicks mm-hmm. up and I guess this weekend was like some huge cheerleader event like a finals or something like that so there were just like all sorts of like really talented cheerleaders from uh, around the country Um, so you just like couldn't go anywhere without seeing like some sort of person leading a group of kids who were in, uh, you know, some sort of, like, school, uh, like, logo. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so our uh, – the the elevator we got in was, like, just – it was my group of four that I was with and then just a whole, like, selection of 25 um, teenage cheerleaders. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, they were they, – they were very. They wanted to be very coordinated on their, <laughs> the, picture. the picture. Yes, and so I was. You know, I was going to do what I just normally. You know, just scream. But then, like this girl in the front goes, "We dabbing," and then I was like, "Cool, I'm in for this." And so then, <laughs> with my fellow teens, like I'll have to pull up the photo. I'll send it Please. later. Wait, I did for it, but well, no. So the way Disney works, Disney works, now I was like, they can scan your. Fast pass right, card. Right, 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 and right. And then you get that. the photos on the app. So I have like the thumbnail version. I'm not sure I intend to pay Please, $15 for the high to. quality version. You need but to There's there's yes, there's, yeah, there's the whole Tower of Terror uh group of all, all of us. There's the three friends with me who are just having none of this, and then me <laughs> with the dam
1: Amazing. with my teens.
3: Um, wow. It was uh, it was a lot and uh, it was extremely oh, good. A
1: true, so good. A true um, a true ally to the youth, Patrick Klepik. <laughs> Good. Look, um, you know,
3: I want to make sure, you know, as I begin to to raise, you know, my my daughter into the world, I want to make sure I'm in touch and I'm listening, yes, and I'm thoughtful and I'm mm-hmm. participating. Cool, dad, um, love it. So that's that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. I commend um, you. I don't know how did we arrive there? Uh, Orlando ra- Apollos, <laughs> dab. Right, sure, <laughs> dab. Yeah, Actually, all right. So yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna um, bold Orlando Apollos because yes. I feel like they're I'm, moving up in my hierarchy. So I they're like my them first, a lot. Like, maybe so. Memphis is out. Orlando Apollos. Is in all mm-hmm. right because of the dabbing. All yeah. right, now I'm like working my brain backwards. To how we <laughs> <Yeah>. Got to the far So this my cheerleader. Yeah. It's um, <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, Salt Lake Stallions. I like their name the most. Mm-hmm. Stallions.
3: Mm-hmm. That just yeah. really is evocative. It's expressive. For me. Like yeah. it. Like. But, it, it,
2: it, but we don't think we're, to the we're, we're ripping off the Lions too much. We even have Lion in the name.
1: The Lions.
2: Detroit Lions.
3: Uh mm. hmm. It does kind of look like But it's the, a different yeah, animal
2: It is yep. a different animal
3: True also, But like, I feel like stallion- there's a horse Honestly stallions are cooler than lions If like we're being
1: honest Excuse um, me? I don't
2: know What is that?
3: Is wow, is that the most controversial thing I've said on this podcast? It might have
2: been. It might there was have a been. lot of pause, like
3: even Kato audibly from off in the distance, like, excuse me My over there. Are
1: pretty cool. I think so. I'm
2: not saying okay. lines aren't cool. I'm just saying There's stallions got
3: like stallions. a certain grandeur to it. There's them. glitter
1: in stallions. Think about a really nice, shiny stallion. Oh, shit. Just <laughs> majestic on its two hind legs with its yeah. mane blowing. There's glitter on it. Anyway. All
3: right, okay. Stali- stallions are going... They're being elevated to a, t- a consideration, too.
1: Yeah, All I right. would put an uh, underline or italicize. Maybe not a full bold, but one. Okay. Yeah. Um, San Antonio Commanders, um, which just has a fucking sword on it. <laughs> um,
3: Lame.
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan. Uh, do better. The, the one... <laughs> Wow. The last one is the San Diego Fleet, which is Sea of Thieves, in my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, it's not Sea of Thieves, because it's not like a fun boat. It's like a scary one. Well, I feel like the no, commander it's like, has Hey, the... are
3: you into the military industrial complex? Sign up for the, the San Diego Fleet.
1: Yeah, I'm getting- You out, I'm, you're putting, gone. I'm putting I
3: love San Diego, but no, sorry.
1: Yeah, so what are we left with?
3: uh hot shots? arizona so so uh, so on the bo- on the bold tier okay we have the orlando apollos yeah on the italics tier we have salt lake stallions <laughs> yeah and then on the yet to be determined tier we have the arizona hot shots atlanta legends and the birmingham iron and we've crossed out the memphis express the san antonio commanders and the san diego fleet so okay. we need to figure out how we feel, I, feel like birmingham- atlanta
1: legends, I don't like iron
3: you're being presumptive
1: you're I just, not legends yet Right. Yeah, you know what, right. I agree. The Atlanta Legends is is really just But it's
0: aspirational.
1: I don't, th- That's true. I don't think it's aspirational. And I like Atlanta. I don't think it's aspirational. To me, it feels uh uh what's it called when you entitled oh. Braggadocio. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a word I've ever heard before. Braggadocious? Yeah. Braggadocio. Is that a real word? That's I like word. it. It is. Yeah. Braggadocious. Um Arizona Hotshots. I don't like the idea that the the theme is axes because I don't like people like holding toy axes at the football game that I'm at. That scares me. That's so, true. So but they can't.
3: I mean, fire was ba- fire was bad last year, 2018. That's yeah. true.
1: No. True that.
3: Not Although, fire, if we're going Ar- by
2: the male stripper, uh, like tears here.
3: Please, oh no, yeah, a,
2: way uh-huh. above military and cops and things like that, right? That's true. And this is like firefighter, you know, they help people. They help people. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm just saying. I'm I'm letting you take the reins on this one. <laughs> <laughs> when you're right, when put, you're I'm arranging gonna... for a male entertainer to come to your party uh-huh. and entertain, yeah, like you do. Are you talking
3: about later today, Danielle?
2: Maybe. You know
1: <laughs> It's Valentine's day It's Valentine's. I might go to a Valentine's party tomorrow We don't know Hell yeah um, I would say that yes If I You know what I'm not gonna say I'm not making a statement On this <laughs> subject But I'm I'm Letting you have a platform
2: I'm just saying If, if we're going by Male entertainer Rules mm-hmm. Hot mm-hmm. shots Deserve a shot Okay. Because mm-hmm. Firefighters are the hottest of the of those categories.
3: All right, I'll, I'll, I'll elevate them to italics tier. Okay. Um,
1: okay. So
2: what do we got in italics? Stallions Birmingham
3: iron. I guess we just them figured no, out.
1: No, I hate it. I, there's, <laughs> I hate it so
3: Fair. much.
2: That's the one I hate the most. Birmingham glitter, however, would have been. Oh, yeah.
1: I would have liked that.
2: Yeah.
3: Birmingham meccas. Oh, that yeah. That would have been, nice. been good.
1: Okay, if Austin was here, he would definitely go for iron. I know it. But yeah, he'd
3: make, he would make the mecha argument. He he'd would, find he some would, obscure anime that referenced iron that, like, would loop around iron somehow.
1: Iron-blooded orphans. Oh, so, Kato there says go, Kato. iron-blooded orphans, which mm-hmm. sounds... It's a Gundam. It's a Gundam. Oh, okay. Okay. Of it's course it is. Of course.
3: I I mean, and then I don't have, like, I, the other angle, you know, Daniel's got her angle mm-hmm. on the male strippers that these logos represent. Sure. Um, we could also do it from the, the city, but I, I haven't visited most of these cities. I was in Orlando, but I was in Disney, so I don't have a feeling on Orlando. Mm.
1: That's it. That's it. Says Arizona
3: Chicago.
1: is a state. That's a state. <laughs> that's
3: not a we've. <laughs> that's not a city, is it? Arizona, I don't, I don't Arizona? Like Arizona. It's beautiful. To, I'm just saying, like, what the hell? Yeah, like, true. All the others are Why cities. Why are you
1: using a whole fucking state? Well, I guess it fits it's with like the hotshots things.
3: Like, hey. Well, Hot Shots. Oh, I don't like that. I
1: never thought about that. I hate it.
3: All right, you're out of here. All right, it's out. Arizona Hot Shots removed.
1: (laughs) No entitled... How about... No entitlement. I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay. Mm -hmm. The coolest thing. Apollo is a god
2: and a really fucking cool god. We have established that stallions are a very cool animal. Yeah. Who else Mm -hmm. is even
1: still on here? Uh, Birmingham.
2: I think our only... I think think those are the last two, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, Austin's not here to- Right, uh, defend the iron. To stand for Birmingham iron, so we're left with the, the or- bold Orlando Apollos and the italic Salt Lake Stalins, but I feel like we've spent this whole thing just trying to convince ourselves we aren't going with the Orlando Apollos.
1: Yeah, it, it's the coolest. Here's the thing. Let's be real. Yep. The Orlando Apollos have won one game, and the Salt Lake Stallions have have lost one game. All right. Well, so then, are, then, we that that deci- are we underdogging it? Are we underdogging it, or are we- <laughs> Let's all-
3: let me see how f- how much they lost by. Um, oh, that's
1: a good call. Wait, I thought we weren't gonna look at stats.
3: Well, we are now because we're getting, that's we're true, getting that's down
1: true. to that's true. it. That's true.
3: Okay. I will Salt say Italian's Salt Lake City page. is a
1: beautiful place.
2: Yeah, I like trees. Uh it's very pretty. It's a it's a very uh like aesthetically pleasing city.
1: Orlando is like corporate greed. It is. So But there's also
2: like queer Orlando and there's not nearly as much queer Salt Lake. There is queer Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I've been there. I've done it. There's a lot more queer okay. Orlando. So by the by, gay standards, I've got, I like how today I've gone by like male entertainer standards and then gay standards. Like It's all your all birthday. You can do whatever the all fuck you the want. All over the place here today.
3: <laughs> uh, okay, the uh, uh, Orlando Apollos uh-huh. um, won a 46. forty-two-six. Yep. Okay. Uh, and the San Diego Fleet lost 6-15, to 15,
1: which not, that's, Wait, you who? know, that's not, you mean the, Sal- sorry, the,
3: oh, sorry, wow, sorry, wow, you're uh, already uh, getting the, ex- the, uh,
1: the name you know, of our future team wrong,
3: the Salt Lake Stallions <laughs> lost 22-38, to so a respectable, that's not as bad. Yeah. respectable, it's not a, it's not a, not a blowout, man. okay, do we have to go for the underdog, I did say that I didn't want to like go for the, hmm. yeah, but
1: everyone's only won one, yeah, this is, it's hard to,
2: but true,
3: Orlando Paul is won
1: by 34 points, who did they, um, yeah,
3: they beat? Yeah, who did they beat? Might help. They beat the da, 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 uh, oh, the, uh, the Atlanta Legends. Well, Not there, so much you a legend. there you go. There you go. Atlanta. Glad we
1: got rid legend. of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need people to show up, okay? I need people to show up for the game if I'm going to be rooting for them.
3: All right, we'll we'll you know we'll leave this like okay. we, we won't we'll leave it between these two. Mm. This is going to be published before the games are this Sunday. Yeah, weigh in like give me some arguments I'll make like a the poll. Orlando Apollos yes. and Salt Lake Stallions. Oh yeah, Kato
1: is going to make a Twitter poll with the publishing yes. of good,
3: this. and I will accept the results of the Twitter poll. That will be the the formal decision I make. I will leave it out of my hands. We have given everyone the arguments, and now the the people we'll decide which of the Alliance of American Football Teams I will put on in the background on Sundays.
2: <laughs> for
1: the next two months. <laughs> for
2: the next two months,
3: because I'm desperate.
1: Hell yeah. I love it. All right. I love it. Perfect. All right. Thank you. We Thank you for going we on this good. journey with me. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens, because um, I won't be watching, but I will be learning <laughs> from you. <laughs> I, I don't care about football. I don't know. Okay. I appreciate that you do, though, and Rob and... Austin, do that's good for you guys. Anyway, <laughs> um,
3: oh my, I feel like I was dragged. No, I, you're I, not I being don't dragged. Uh huh, you're not
1: being dragged. I'm just not a huge fan of football. That's cool. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I was a cheerleader once. In but sixth I'm a grade. cheerleader. I was a cheerleader in sixth grade, and so I know one football cheer, which is what, mm-hmm. which is first and ten, do it again, clap clap. Clap, 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 clap. First and ten. Do it again. Clap, 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 clap.
3: This is incredible. Um, this is incredible. Anyway,
1: uh, we were the we were, we were the Bears. The Bears.
2: We were
1: fla- See, we were a uh, flag know. football team. You know, That's
2: good. That's very good. That's very you good. know what?
1: I think I think flag football should be okay. You know what? I'm not making this take right now. I think all football should be flag football in in my O, in my humble IMHO. (laughs) Don't at me, please. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I'm going to (laughs) bring us out. (laughs) Um, Our thanks to Too Mellow for the track Slight Asleep off the album After. Do you have anything else you want to say, y'all? Just thank you for being here. Thank you. On my beautiful birthday.
3: You better announce Mario Maker 2, you cowards.
1: In eight minutes, yeah. Oh, we gotta go. Oh, yeah, we gotta go. I gotta wrap this up. Nintendo Direct time. Um, our thanks to 2Mellow for the track Slide Asleep off the album After Midnight. You can find that at 2Mellow Makes, that's the numeral 2, dot uh, bandcamp.com. You can keep up with all of us at waypoint.vice.com. Danielle, where can people find you? You can find me at Danielle R.I on the Twitter machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, please grace us with your Twitter
3: presence. You can uh, look find me looking at jerseys that I'm going to purchase uh, for my future uh, football stand um, <laughs> at Patrick Klubbeck.
1: Excellent. Cado I, I would wear an Apollos jersey. That is a pretty sure. logo. It's cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um Cotto, our our dedicated podcast producer, who as as he said, will be posting a poll for all y'all to vote on the Stallions versus the Apollos. Um, you can find him at Cotto Wait, fuck. At Cotto un- <laughs> wait, wait, fuck. Okay. At a underscore Cotto <sighs> underscore appears on Twitter um that'll do it for this week's waypoints we hope you've enjoyed the break please be sure to rate and review us if your podcast platform of choice allows such a thing i think we're a five star cast but it's not for me to actually you know what rob it is for me to say i do think we're a five star cast so yeah (laughs) shout outs to shout outs to our reviews they're great right now um we read them the reviews that you leave us the comments that you leave us uh we read them and they mean a lot when they're nice when they're not nice i don't care but when they're nice, I like them. <laughs> Hell yeah. Anyway, we'll be back again with, uh, what are we going to be back again? With Be Good and Rewatch It tomorrow, where Patrick and Danielle. Oh, that,
2: that was right actually now. today.
1: Oh, fuck. Today. Never mind. Reasons. If you Next haven't thing. listened to Be Good, Rewatch It, <laughs> <laughs> it happened yesterday. It just <laughs> um, And it's on uh, Event Horizon, so uh, give that a listen. Uh, it's in its own feed. Search Be Good, Rewatch It be good and rewatch it on your uh podcast platform of choice. Our next uh, uh podcast on on this feed will be Lore Reasons on Friday uh, tomorrow. Radio. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: What happened to Laura? Reasons? Yeah, that's going on Monday because we were off Monday. Oh, that's right, oh, Rex. off.
1: well, okay, okay. So I guess <laughs> tomorrow we're doing <laughs> we're uh, <laughs> a Waypoint Radio. <gasps> Rob, <gasps> you know what? Maybe you shouldn't have knighted me. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Rob, no, Nat, you did a you did a wonderful job Thanks, hosting. Thank do not, you. Do you not do not right. let this stumble. Like undercut you did I will it. You did not did a, fumble you really the ball as
1: you know, as a football would say
3: first and ten. let's do it. No again. it's first
1: and ten Wait. I don't know why I saying it
3: okay. Okay.
1: What, listen to our podcasts that are coming. I don't know what they are. Uh, hope you'll <laughs> join us for those and join us again next week for Waypoints. But until then, do not give in to astonishment.